a sinner Who's probably gonna sin again Lord forgive me Lord forgive me Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy from two planets away I got my drink, I got my music I will share it but today What's up world? What's up Twitter? What's up Facebook? Social media? To my podcast listeners few or how many that's out there that tunes in. I don't care if it's one or two. If it's just one, it's just like having a conversation with somebody on the phone, but I just don't hear them. How you doing on this beautiful day? Hope everything is going well in your world. Wherever you may be listening to this, whatever you may be listening to this podcast, ZBM Podcast at Zellers Podcast on Twitter. It is Eileen Zellers. How are you? Hope your day. Hope your morning. Let me go back. Because, you know, it's not a live broadcast. And you might hear this in the morning. So whenever you hear it, I hope your morning, your day, your afternoon, your evening, your night, your midnight hour, whenever you hear this podcast, I hope things is good in your world. It is Juneteenth, June 19th. It is a celebration. Celebration, I guess you can call it that. What is it that we celebrating for those who don't know? The end of slavery. 1863, 1865. That's when other people heard about it. End of slavery. That's something to celebrate. Why wouldn't it be? Because what if slavery still exists? I would say that there are those right now, today, who wish it still exists. I believe there are people in our government, in our Congress, senators, congressmen, that were like, you know, that slavery thing was profitable. Juneteenth, also known as Independence Day or Freedom Day, is an American holiday that commemorates the June 19, 1865 announcement of the the abolition, I gotta get that right, of slavery, I think I still messed it up, in the United States, in the United States, of Texas, and more generally, the emancipation of enslaved. African Americans throughout the former Confederate States of America. Texas was the most remote of the slave states. And the Emancipation Proclamation of January 1st, 1863 was not enforced there until after the Confederacy collapsed. So like everybody else was like free for a couple of years. Your cousins and stuff down there in Texas were still out there picking cotton. Getting beat with the whip. It's celebrated In 46 states, it's not like a holiday. Not gonna get off work, okay? Black folks, my people. I mean, no, they're not. They look. They're saying we already let you go that day. Can't let you leave today. 
Like I said, I believe there's people in Congress, government. They probably was like, hey, if there was a vote put on the floor, and if they say, hey, you know what? You know, how about we just turn our backs to look and see who say yay? There are souls that would. You know it. Man, with the rain let up here in Cincinnati, Ohio, it's been raining. We need to shift this out to L.A., California. They need that wetness out there because we have had enough of it. We're going to get a break Friday. Then we're going to go right back into it. I'm just saying. What's, you know... And Trump, man, you, I'm telling you right now, if you have not watched George Sapinopoulos, you know the guy. If you have not watched his 30-minute piece, 30, I think it's called 30 Hours with the President or something like that, that is fucking must-see TV of this clown Perpetrating a president. Man, I'm telling you. It's it's like I don't know how and what the other part of America their fucking brain is on. It gotta be on drugs. They voted this clown in office. You know, this whole he doing it his way, his thing, and all of that shit. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes, you know, you want to kind of not be like the status quo. But goddamn, you can't go that goddamn far to the right and be that fucking, like, unintelligent. This Trump world, man, and it is Trump world. He lives in Trump world. People around him, they visit. He lives there. And in Trump world, what is wrong is right. And what is right is wrong. It is totally flipped upside down. I'm talking about running down in the fucking rabbit hole hitting fentanyl, heroin, LSD, whatever type of shit that would just make you delusional as hell. That's what sits at the Oval Office. You have to watch the George Stephanopoulos interview with this clown. The guy's doing an interview. He's asked a question. Trump is responding. You got a bunch of people in there, all your advisors and camera people. Somebody coughs. A person coughs. God forbid you got something stuck in your throat and you had to cough. Trump, oh, 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 stop. No, no, no. He just messed up my whole answer right there. You know, look, hey, if you got a cough, leave the room, please. That's what he said. Ask him, can we pick it back up like we was shooting a movie, like they're shooting a movie, which in his mind... It is a movie. The White House being president is a TV series to him. Because he picked it up back, like just like that. Okay, can we pick it up right here? Right there? With that camera there? That's y'all president. He's not mine. 
I care two shits about him. That racist fuck. I care two shits about him. This man lives in a world of his lies, his delusions, and his world. That shit is real. And it's honest. You just have to watch that, George. You To see this clown in full bloom is amazing. The shit that comes out of his mouth. They voted for him. They voted for this circus clown. Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks. Is that a real name? That sounds like some kind of stage, like Hollywood kind of name. Hope Hicks. Because she kind of got that Hollywood, Beverly Hills type vibe about her. Like supermodel or something. Every time I see pictures of her, it's like, they always cut, like, is it like so she walk around somewhere with somebody with a, a rim like, you know, cascade over like the back part of her head and shoulders and stuff? They always capture these pictures of her where she looks like she's glowing or something. You seen that shot where she's wearing that tuxedo? She's at some function. They all they show that one all the time. She just looks all like not real, like like she carry her own light crew comes with her, you know, wherever she goes. Well, she went before the Senate hearing. Didn't say shit. Not what they wanted to hear. Of course not. Of course not. I don't know why, you know, the Democrats. I mean, I, I kind of get some of this. Because it's like, you get you subpoena these people. They come. President lawyers tell them, don't say shit. They don't say shit. Democrats, okay. Slam the gavel down. All right, well, on to the next one. I like to believe something that I heard today from a reporter is that they're basically building a case for impeachment. I hope that's what's happening. Because this clown must need to be impeached. You know the stuff is there. It's there. If it wasn't, he wouldn't fight so hard to try to hide it. You only put up that kind of opposition. Gag orders on your people. Unless you don't want them to say some shit that you know that might get your ass in trouble. And that's what he fears. The shit is coming. Sometimes with this guy, it's just kind of like, you know, a person that just seems like they're always getting away with some fucking dirty shit. Just like, you know, that asshole dude you knew back in high school. He was like always doing shit, like setting fires, throwing bricks through windows, abusing small kittens. Like nothing ever seemed like it sometimes happened to that guy. 20 years later, you find out he's running his own corporation. Bunch of real estate stuff. Money given to him by his daddy. And he fucking lost it several times. That kind of guy just seemed like, do we ever get his? 
Yes, he do. It takes a while. Because I know how it seems sometimes. It seems like they're so fucking evil. They're the dark side. They're destroying everything they touch. They just lie. They lie. They lie. None. Stop. Stop the lying for a minute. And not only do they lie so much, he lies so much, he believes his own fucking lies. They're not lies to him. These are facts to this dude. George Stavonopoulos sat there in the limo with the guy and said, you're a pole people. You're a pole people. Say you're behind Biden. He sat there and said, no, it's wrong. You got it wrong. It's fake news, blah, blah, blah. But it bothered him to the point where he, in the middle of the recording of this documentary, like interview, whatever thing George was doing, you see Trump point at the camera guy and say, stop for a minute because I need to call my poll dude to find out if this is true. Is this true? Because we not can't deal with the fucking truth. Not the truth. This is what we got to deal with in this White House. In this White House. They put him there. I know I didn't. An NPR investigation has uncovered new evidence in a prominent unsolved murder case from the civil rights era, including the identity of an attacker who admitted his involvement but was never charged. Juneteenth. Gotta go back sometimes. Because some of this stuff is never over. It never stops. History always keeps evolving. You have to always go back sometimes and look at some stuff. Go back and pull the covers back. The murder of Boston minister James Reed in 1965 drew national attention at the time and spurred passages of the Voting Rights Act, which outlawed the Jim Crow voting practice that had disenfranchised millions of blacks. That's the kind of shit where they would ask you, like, they would do stuff like, you go to vote. Yeah, what kind of help you do, boy? You stand there like, I come here to vote. You come here to vote. All right. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to let you vote, but you got you to gotta pass a little test for me. I got this here jar, this mason jar, filled with jelly beans. I need for you to tell me how many in there. Okay, you can't figure that one out. All right, I got one. I got, I got, okay, okay, I got another one. This is really easy. This is really easy. How many angels or fairies or whatever can dance on the head of a pit? You can answer that one. That's the kind of shit that was going on back then. The case remains officially unsolved. Three men charged in 1965 which attacking Reed and two other ministers on the street corner in Selma, Alabama were acquitted by an all-white jury. No, no, not by an all-white jury. Come on. How are you going to just try to say like, yeah, But a four-year NPR investigation 
led by Alabama-based reporter Chip Bradley and Andrew Beck Grace, found an eyewitness to the attack who has never spoken publicly about what she saw. She said the three men acquitted in the case, Elmer Cook, William Stanley, Hoagie, and Naman O'Neill, Duck Hoagie. Boy, that sounds like some kind of crew that'll run up on you. Were in fact the men who attacked Reed. That witness, Francis Bolden, also described a participant of another man named William Portman. An exclusive interview, NP, an exclusive interview with NPR, Portman confirmed his participation in the 1965 assault. All I was doing was kick one of them. That's all I did. I kicked him. That's what Portman said. I just kicked him. Shit. Portman died less than two weeks after NPR confirmed his involvement. Maybe somebody kicked him, I don't know, crossing the street or something. Fell down and had a heart attack. You know, there's a lot of these people still walking around as, there's some hellish shit back then. There's no statute of limitations on murder. There's no statute limitations on murder. In 2008, Congress passed the Emmett Till Unsolved Civil Rights Crime Act, which tasked the FBI Department of Justice with re-examining unsolved racially motivated murder from the civil rights era. The FBI came up with about 100 cases to reopen, include Reeves. We wanted to make sure that every person committed one of these homicides had been identified and investigated. In more than a decade, that initiative has claimed only one successful federal prosecution. Boy, some things just never change, does it? You know, it's like Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a bill, HR 40, dealing with, oh my God, yes, I'm going to say it, reparations. The R word. Now, people don't like that shit. They hear that. The first thought is always this. Man, my people that own those slaves, man. So I don't understand why I would have to pay you any money. Like my dad or my grand my great granddad, he didn't own any slaves. I shouldn't have to pay you any money. Todd, I wasn't asking you for the money. Not in front of government. That whole reparation thing is always a tricky conversation. On both sides. Even for African Americans. Because we be having some issues with it too. Like, there's a lot of us want to get paid. Then there's some of us like, it's already paid because they got great jobs, Fortune 500, all that kind of stuff. Upper middle class. They like, fuck, I'm making money. Give me a tax break. Shit. We like, hey, I'm not making that kind of loot. Tax break won't benefit me. Like, even if you just say, like, I don't got to pay no taxes off. I mean, okay, like, my taxes sometimes ain't that much. So it's like, it's crazy. But General William Sherman issued back then, after slavery, the reparation plan was the issue 
40 acres and a mule to the black families that suffer from slavery. And here we are today. Still talking about reparations. Another reparation plan was also put in effect. It was tried, well, it was tried to pass through. Or it was brought up, spoke about whatever. But I say, hey, back then it was like, look, give us like like every family like five hundred dollars and a pension for about, you know, four, fifteen dollars a month. Damn. Boy, you gotta go in there with better bargaining skills. Five hundred dollars. It's crazy because the black population makes it like fourteen percent. There's like 42 million of us. You could give like every black family today 500k. Instead of the 40 acres, 500k. So, it's, you know, if I had to wait online when I'm going to get this 40 acres and probably can't get it where I want it, you can give every black family 500k. All right, now, the mule, how the fuck are you used for a mule? But a 2019 Range Rover, I can roll with that. 500K and a Range Rover. We might can talk. That's only like $21 million. This country fucks up $21 million in 21 minutes. Nineteen eighty Supreme Court ordered the federal government to pay the Sioux Indians $122 million. One hundred twenty-two million. Like I said, five hundred thousand. Twenty nineteen Range Rover. Every black family. It's, it's, it may be about twenty, twenty-five, thirty million, possibly. I said twenty-one million. That was minus the car. Throw in the Range Rover. Talk maybe thirty million. The other suit Indians. One hundred twenty-two million. Japanese. Japanese Americans. In the endurance camps, 1.2 billion for 60,000 Japanese. And today, African Americans, the history is right there. It's black and white. You can pull it up. You can see the hellish shit from that boat ride to Juneteenth. You free. You can go, nigga. Go. Go about your business. It has not been paradise. Not been paradise. The idea of reparation even being talked about to some. Ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. Oh, Mitch, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on Tuesday said that he does not support reparations. No. You think, Mitch? He's such a Mitch. I don't think reparations for something that happened 150 years ago for whom none of us currently that are living are responsible is a good idea, said Mitch. We try to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting the Civil War. Tried it. You know, got them free. 
passing landmark civil rights legislation. Fuck, we even elected an African American president, who I said I was gonna make a one-term president and was gonna block everything that he do. The racism be just like the hate is still right there, man. It's just like it just never fucking goes away. Like, well, you know, slavery longer than fifty years. We like we still post-traumatic syndrome behind a lot of that shit that carried over from fucking slavery, Jim Crow, civil rights. Tamara Rice, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, the family down there in Arizona, fucking cops running up on them like it's some okay corral shit, guns drawn, screaming at the family, get the fuck out the car, put the fucking hand, they got kids in the car, they got guns drawn. This shit like never stops. It just never stops. And it's just sad, you know. It can't even be like really talked about seriously. Like I said, hey, we can start negotiations. We can talk about the 500K and uh, twenty nineteen Range Rover. I'm just saying, you gotta start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Impeachment. That's what we gotta start with. Impeachment. The clown got to go. He gotta go. Democrats, if you wanna keep building your case, build your case, get your T's all across. Dot all your eyes. Do what the fuck you need to do. Get this shit together. Impeach this guy because you know, like Mueller said, the evidence is fresh. Do your job. Get this clown out of office. I mean, what are you going to do? Local news, Cincinnati, Ohio. In the natty, in the Cincinnati, Ohio. Police ID, 18-year-old shot, killed in Fairmont overnight. Of the shooting, policeman arrested, charged, man arrested, charged with shooting death of a man in Bond Hill. Bond Hill is a community not too far from where I live. Summertime, hot weather, guns start blazing. People want to start shooting. I'm a wintertime person. I love winter. One thing I would say about the winter is this. During the winter time, shooting deaths are down. I'm just saying. Like, too cold for Pookie to go outside and bust a cap in your ass. 10 degrees out, you gotta wait. Can't do it. We need more cold weather. In an Ohio House Committee on Wednesday, they're considering legislation opposed by law enforcement that would drop requirements for people carrying concealed weapons to say they are armed during interaction with officers. 
The bill is sponsored, is sponsored by Republican Ron Hood. Also, with that bill, Ron Hood is saying, we want to eliminate requirements for firearms, training, background check, license, all that stuff. If you're 21, over, go strap. We are headed backwards. Again, like I talked about history, we're headed back. Wild, wild west. Everybody's going to be packing. Because like they're saying, okay, what dude is basically saying, look, the bad guys out there, they got the, they got the guns. It's the people who need to protect themselves. They got to go through all of this shit, paperwork, money, and all this stuff to protect themselves from psychos out there that's already carrying guns. Damn it, but dude, how does this make things better when everybody's walking around with guns? It doesn't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't, people. We got to come up with some better solutions. Some better solutions. It is Friday. This coming Friday, it's not, the day is not Friday, it is. Not Friday, sorry, I got that wrong. It's Wednesday, June 10th, 19th. But coming Friday, right here in this area, are Dairy Queens. On Friday, Dairy Queen is celebrating summer with free ice cream. Using the Dairy Queen mobile app, customers can get a free small regular cone or a dip cone with any purchase. Dairy Queen said the offer also includes the restaurant season flavored dreamsicles, a combination between orange and vanilla flavor with crunchy coating. Ooh, don't they just make you feel all chilly and cool all over on this hot day? Go out there and get you some. I just prefer to go and buy me a gallon of ice cream out of Kroger. Oh, I'm gonna stand in a long line and get a cone, then by the time I walk away to the window, Get to my car, I sit down at one of the little benches, the shit that melt out all over my hands. It's a little messy. Hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to the next one. Be careful, be safe out there, and I'll see you. I'll hear from you. Are you hear from me on the next podcast? I'm out. Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe